Welcome in. This is 300 Yards to Unknown. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Eric Patterson, E-Pat, just moments after Bryson goes down in round one of the match play. Here we are. I couldn't keep a smile off my face for that long because you went right to it. Yeah, this is uh, it's a good day, fun day. A lot of uh, a lot of blow a lot of blowouts and upsets and match play is just the best. I, I love this event. I haven't really. I feel like the last few years, obviously, I didn't have it last year, but 2019. Um, I don't know if I was really engaged into it. In 2018, I think I was traveling. So this year is like the first time I've really buckled in and watched it. And it's just so much fun. It's phenomenal. And guys that, I mean, and there's still so much, like, like this will all shake itself out over the next two days, right? So when Friday, after Friday, we'll know who's getting out of groups. But yeah, to see Bryson struggle against Antoine Rosner, to see JT get uh, his teeth kicked in by Matt Kuchar. I mean, uh, Rom, Rom uh, went the distance with Munoz. I mean, this is, this is special stuff. And we got Rory McIlroy. He's getting crushed by a fellow Ryder Cup teammate, uh, Ian Poulter. So it's been a, yeah, a lot of blowouts. What I'm just seeing Webb Simpson's laying down the hammer. So um, good that Rory sure. match, that Rory match was so early that it was like over, but like I forgot it already happened this morning. Like it was, it, he was the, the that was the first group out, and Poulter just whooped him. Uh, Rory found a swimming pool with a drive. Yeah. That's how I didn't know went. what that. I didn't know I wasn't paying attention. I just see his picture of a sw- a ball in a pool, and I was like, someone's having a rough go. And then it was McElroy. I was like, okay, yeah, it's gonna be a short day for him struggle city and then and then even the holes where he played well like he um i think he carried it over 13 is the one that you can drive right that's like the drivable yeah so he he hits it into the backstop there and then i'm pretty sure he like his he chipped it over the the green into the water like dude what are you doing right now yeah he's he's, uh we can touch on mcelroy he just got the new swing coach made a little a change there um i guess he hired on pete cowan which Officially, from my understand, yeah, officially, my understanding it's his first like other official coach since he's been eight years old. So pretty uh, drastic change, and he alluded to that, but um, obviously hasn't uh, taken shape so far. No, and uh, probably uh, will take some time. He talked about you know his swing getting flat and all that stuff. Things that I'll never understand because swing swing looks great to me. I'd love to play like Rory McIlroy does on his worst day, uh, but I do not think Rory likes to do that. Also, I was thinking about this in terms of match play before we jump into our big topic of the day. If every event was match play, who would be the best player in the world? Because I think the answer is different than normal. Uh, that's tough. I mean, it's just so much more very variable variant, whatever, like volatile. Yeah. Like you just, it would be tough to gauge who it is over. I don't even like a month. So I would like to submit uh, Daniel Berger as the best player in the world because wow. Daniel Berger always has his B plus game. Doesn't always have the A plus game, which you know you need to win the uh, a, a stroke play event with 150 others. Rarely kills you, right? Rarely misses. He has his B. If you have your B plus game in every single match, you probably win a lot of matches. Yeah, it's almost we, we say like you know match play is good for the like the guys who make triples and a lot of birdies, but just being super consistent. I think uh, who was it? Andy Sullivan. I saw he he halved his match or tied his match with um, Shoffley. He made 17 pars. Like that's how he, I guess like obviously Xander didn't have it, but just to go through par, just to par him to death and to get a tie against Xander is that's kind of sometimes all you need. Um, there was also another actually. one who, whoever played, I think it was whoever played Cantlay, uh, it was Harmon, Harmon yeah. made like nine birdies, no bogeys and lost. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one, <laughs> which kind of stinks. But yeah, I think yeah. all that stuff evens out. If you're just like B plus every single time, like 
you're really good. I could see some, yeah, some guys would get a boost for sure. There, I think that's there's no doubt, especially on this course. I mean, this course is um, doesn't really favor anyone, but if they go to, I think if they if they switched it up or went to a bombers track, you'd probably see you know the DJs and all those guys definitely dominate a bit more. This is a great match play course, right? I mean, just like the the risk reward stuff, the closing holes are pretty good. Like this is a very good match play course. Yeah, I think they've nailed it. Um, even like the closing stretch is fun with that. Like we talked about the drivable part. Uh, par four, 13, and then 18 is almost a little drivable and yeah. kind of creates a little bit of chaos. So yeah, it's a, it's a good, uh, definitely a good match play course. Okay. Uh, the main event for main event today is rarely do we get, uh, an intersection of the most popular things happening. So, so NFTs, NBA top shot taken over the internet, taken over the world, Bryson DeChambeau taking over the game of golf, getting all the oxygen. These two things intersect for our main event today because Bryson has released NFTs, which is amazing. But let, just to back up a little bit here, Epat, uh, an NFT. We've talked about NBA Top Shot a little bit, but this is a non-fungible token. It is a way that you can essentially add ownership rights to digital items. It could be digital art, um, things like that, right? Yeah, digital assets, I think, is what people are going with. And this is basically just like a a digital certificate. So I picture it as like when you get a signed jersey or a signed helmet, it comes with that little certificate of authenticity just to prove that, you know, this is what it says it is. And that's pretty much what the NFT is. And they can be assigned to, in Top Shot's case, video clips. Um, in Bryson's case, uh, little pieces of digital art or digital trading cards. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. You can buy uh, with an NFT associated to it. So yeah, that's uh, the world Bryson has entered into, and it's definitely uh, an interesting, an interesting conversation to have. And for all the people who are saying, "Well, can't I just take a screenshot and now I own this art? I now own this." Uh, sure, you have a picture of it on your phone in the same way that I would have a picture of that autographed jersey that eric is referencing but you don't you don't own that uh you could not resell that so that is where one of the top questions about uh who owns it what the value is of an nft is if you own the nft you can resell the nft right and like you could argue like oh this isn't worth anything but when someone goes and buys it it's obviously worth something to them so just let like my biggest gripe right now is like people getting rattled that someone's spending x amount of money on an NFT saying it's like a giant, like just let them do whatever. If they find this valuable or they find this interesting or cool, if this is a way they want to connect with uh, DeChambeau, then let them do it. The whole world is based on things that we have agreed that they have value in some way or another. Like literally everything is just yeah. like, okay, we've all agreed this is the value, right? Like the the dollar, the like the cost of this coffee mug, like that we just agree on how much things cost. And that's where we're at in terms of digital art. And Bryson comes out on today's Wednesday. So I think this was Monday. Monday, yeah. He, he comes out and he says, okay. Here I go. I'm releasing limited edition NFTs, which is not, he's not the first athlete to do this, right? I think Gronk has done it. And, and I Patrick believe Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has done it. How have those offerings gone? So um, I would compare what Gronk did very uh, closely to what Bryson has done. Um, Gronk came out with uh, like five different digital trading cards. One of them was a one of one. The other four had, I think they were limited to 87. So Bryson, very similar, a one of one, and then four others that were limited to 18. So I, like before 
I think I think whoever sold Gronk on the idea also sold Bryson on the idea just sure. because of how eerily similar they are. Um, I wrote down the numbers here. I believe Gronk sold his. I think he sold all of them. And if he didn't, he made a lot of money. He sold for uh, 1.8 million is how much he got back. So overnight, so overnight, Gronk releases uh, these NFTs. However long that auction, I, it was I, I assume days. it was auction. Okay, yeah. auction process, right? Uh, Gronk makes 1.8 million. So obviously an endeavor for athletes that could be pretty lucrative. Right. And then I think Gronk's one of one, like Bryson had a bunch of stuff attached to it. Gronk's um, got like a meet and greet, a bunch of signed stuff. I think he got like an invite to one of his like famous beach parties. So like there's oh, experiences that come along with it. And that's definitely why they fetch for a lot of money. So, and we're going to um, talk that. about that because that kind of changes the digital aspect of it too. But then Patrick Mahomes did this. And I think he did even better, right? He did a couple of billion dollars. He did. Uh, I, I Googled it this morning and I saw 3.4 million. Um, some of, but Mahomes was a little different. He had, it was, his was more actual art, like the, the the graphic you saw on the screen was like um, a little more artistic. It had some different aspects to it. Like one of them was like a rotating diamond helmet with his like initials on it, his signature. Um, and then a portion of those proceeds actually went to charity, which is mm. um, another aspect that I think I like. And maybe maybe why someone was more inclined to spend money on it because um, there is a charity aspect to it. So 3.4 million for Mahomes. Gronk was 1.8. Obviously football's massive, but... Um, just to give you some numbers. So are we, is it safe to assume uh, that if the these eye-popping numbers continue, and we'll talk about what Bryson did here, um, are, are all athletes just going to start releasing their own NFTs? Because that to me, because correct me if I'm wrong, right? Like the cool thing about Top Shot is there's a marketplace and everything is constrained like here, right? Like it's it, it's in this marketplace. It's in this ecosystem. What happens if, uh, Gronk has his over here. Bryson has his over here. Mahomes has the, has some over there. Like it's not as centralized in a yeah, world that wants like, to be decentralized. It's not as like I don't, I don't like the word like community or like like in its own ecosystem in a way. Like I don't know. That's that's what is interesting about Top Shot is everyone's on there collecting the same things through the same system, and like there's NBA players who are buying other NBA players' moments, like. Right. I don't think Mahomes is going to be buying a Gronk NFT, just based, just pretty much handing Gronk money. Well, it's also a lot harder. I mean, right? Like, okay, if you sell a, um, you know, Joel Embiid and you've got that money in your account and now you see a LeBron right. James that you want to buy, right? Like, it's just, it, it, I couldn't do that in this scenario. If I wanted to sell my Bryce and I assume I'd have to complete that transaction over there, uh, take whatever that is and then go make the offer. And also after I buy one of these NFTs, does it still, like if I buy Bryson's or, or bought Gronk's, does it stay on that same platform where I can continue to take offers on it? Or like, wh where does it exist now? Um, that's a great question. It depends on, I'm pretty sure most of them are like, cross-platform like you can store them in your your like digital wallets um mm -hmm. there's a few that uh like bryson sold his on OpenSea, which is a very popular trading platform okay. i think i, I assume that was pretty popular but I, not it's not like everything's going to be on there no but they're like most like eventually i think top shot is going to be on there which is a it just opens up the pot like more buyers are probably on OpenSea that maybe aren't using top shot or whatever so there is like some kind of cross platform trading going on um but that you know that definitely makes top shot a little more uh i don't know interesting or in, in enticing to just to go on there every you see everything right there you don't have to like search around you have to go on like ebay like ebay is different like that like there's just too many people tra trading hands 
um, card shows, like all these things are just the top shot. It's all in one little website. Boom. All right there. Right. So um, yeah, what, all these little one-offs, I, I understand them. I, uh, it's obviously great for the athletes. They make money, but um, I think like if the NFL comes out and starts making like NFL licensed NFTs, whatever those are, you know, moments or digital trading cards or whatever, I think people will like kind of shift towards those just because of um, everyone's kind of collecting the same thing. So what Bryson does is he comes out on Monday. He says, okay, the auction's going to start. Uh, I don't know, whatever it is, but he gives you like, it's a 24 hour auction and he gives you like 24 hours notice on it, which to me, I was like, whoa, you know, the first guy into the game here. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't, are these easy to buy? Like if I go to OpenSea, can I convert USD to Ethereum or do I have to go get Ethereum from a, a, um, like a crypto like a, site, like yeah. a, even like Coinbase or whatever, and then and then load it into open. Like I don't like how hard Honestly, would it be in twenty four hours for me to figure this out? For someone who just a Bryson fan never used cryptocurrencies or any of these exchanges before, like it would take. I don't think you'd be able to get it, figure it out and do it all knowing exactly what you're doing in twenty four hours. So I was shocked that right. it was only twenty four hours. Um, people kind of wrote wrote the stories, but it didn't really gain any traction or buzz. So that was very surprising like why not just let it go for a week i don't understand es that especially because some of the prices he was asking now i i don't know if this is normal so here here he goes he has 73 nfts as eric mentioned it is the four different editions that are 18 each so 18 of american champion 18 of swing of red of white which are epat um pretty ugly Right. Like in terms on, of we art, can touch on that. Yeah. It's it's not great. It's well, he has no rights to any of these pictures. So he's getting um, you know, the picture of him holding the US Open trophy that I'm ninety-nine point nine percent sure that's a Getty image. Um, he's obviously taken that image, completely blurred it out, put his autograph in the background and like a little border that says Bryson DeChambeau with his logo. Like there's the, so that's a that's a Getty image too. Like I've used that one in an article. So like it's not he doesn't own these pictures, so he can't he can't he has to blur it enough so that it's almost unrecognizable. Like you know Getty wouldn't come and say, "Oh, that's our art." Maybe he paid for you know the Getty image to, the right to use it. Maybe he doesn't want to show his sponsors. I'm not sure exactly the reason, yeah. but so I'm I'm showing uh, I'm showing this on on the YouTube version of this right now. I'm showing one of them. And wouldn't it have just been easier to hire someone to create Bryson art instead of like taking a, an image that you don't have the rights to and is, blurring it and doing all this? This is something like I think you know the Bryson doing this is cool. Like I'm down for it. Um, if he wants to, you know sell nfts make a quick buck down for it but he that there was an opportunity i think that he could have you know met with a digital artist met with someone maybe some fans who wanted to create art for him and bryson could collaborate that way um i think there's an opportunity you know the drive that he made a one-of-one -one, i think there was an opportunity to turn that into like a some type of digital art where like you're chasing the ball or like you see his swing like uh like you could do a lot in digital art there's like if you go through, I don't know, some of these sites, you can, you can see them. They're all moving. They're, they're pretty much videos, but, um, I think they're like, that's, that's all it is. That's like, uh, <laughs> I'm tough. pretty sure that can be made on like PowerPoint, but there's like really good digital artists out there who would probably love the opportunity to create something for Bryson where he could collaborate with them, you know, prop them up, prop himself up instead. Honestly, I think that took 
you know, all of these NFT probably took less than an hour to create. Mm. So I just think he he missed the opportunity to maybe provide light onto someone who wanted, who really wanted to make uh, Bryce an NFT, like a super fan. So he releases all of these, you know, 73 different or uh, yeah, 73 different NFTs. The big one, the one I just showed the distance, that's the one of one. There's only one of those. The others are numbered out of 18 and they have reserve prices, minimum prices. Another thing that triggered me a little bit. Yeah. He put minimum bids on them, um, which like these are money. I called it a money grab. I think that's what it is uh, because there is no charity involved. Barry Bryson just wants to make a quick buck, which again, power to him. He's got a huge name, huge following. He can do that. But um, to put a reserve price, pretty much telling you what you think it's worth, like let the open market decide what it's worth. I thought that was the whole point of like all of this crypto stuff and all of like the NFTs is like the market sets the price, like good, bad, indifferent. The market sets the price. Uh, If an artist artist wants this, you know, he's put in 10,000 hours into this one project. He says, I need in order to like make a living, I need $10,000 back or a hundred thousand dollars. Like, sure. Do it. Bryson's worth. I don't know what his net worth is, but he's probably made 10, 15, $20 million in his career already. And to set a reserve price of like, I think they're going for like $2,000, $3,000. Um, I don't know that just rubbed me the wrong way. Like if, and it's actually, if you, so the ones that didn't sell, uh, 10 of them didn't only 10 sold of the 73. <sighs> He's Yikes. collected 10 different sales. So that's that's kind of a tough look. And then if you go to the ones that are still, <clears throat> excuse me, open, there's like open offers and they're almost laughable. People are putting like $5 offers on them, which is like, it's unfortunate, but that's what people, you know, that's what they're, that's what they're willing to give right now for a Bryson NFT. It's like five, 20, 30 bucks. The one of one did sell, right? It did. It, it, looks, sold it looks like it sold for 23 ethereum or ether i don't know what the term is but like yeah. so what 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 would that be in u.s dollars like uh 30 grand what did it sell for 23 23 uh 24.15 so that's like 40 grand u.s okay but the the price of it fluctuates so much because i'm pretty sure that was less like even last night but anyway yeah, i yeah. mean the crypto market it, moves it you know five ten percent every hour okay which you know, that came with a, a fresh set of clubs, a uh, custom fit, $1,000 to bows, a bunch of golf balls, a meet and greet with Bryson, and it is a one of one. So uh, that, which is interesting because the initial list price for that was 27 Ethereum, which is like 48 grand. And then he lowered right. it to three, three Ethereum because which is no like one bid on four it. Four grand. Is, yeah. So it, or something like that. It just, everything just seemed very rushed. And, um, Again, going back to what Gronk did, I don't know if Bryson is even the one behind this, to be honest. Like, you can rag on Bryson. His face is all over it, which his name's all over his picture, whatever. Um, But there could be someone who's, you know, giving pitches to various athletes saying, here, I'll make you NFTs. I'll make you this much money. And then let me just do your thing. Here's your cut. Yeah, well, just give me 10% or whatever. Like, that um, could be a thing. So maybe we're just bagging on, like, I don't I don't know if Bryson's on OpenSea grinding the offers. Like, that doesn't seem realistic. I doubt that. So, okay, so let's talk about the offers because, the, and I want to make sure I use the terminology correctly here because um, the the 24-hour period that these were open for offers, and I want to say offers, I don't want to say bids, and I want to kind of compare this to eBay because like if you bid on something on eBay, that is like your current, you know, that that's the current high bid. If the auction ends there, it's it's over. These are 
offers uh, in this in this 24 hour period with which which EPAT you could actually rescind your offer if you wanted to. Is that right? Yeah. So um, I'm truthfully full transparency. I've never bid on OpenSea. I'm not. I, I don't have the pockets to buy a lot of this stuff. But I believe when it's in an auction, it's a bid, and then after the auction, it's an offer. Mm. Um, so that's my understanding. Um, and yeah, you, the way it works, which is a little strange, um, you can kind of blame the platform, but once you put in a bid, you can cancel that bid, um, at any time before my assumption was before the auction ends. But the, but the alternatives, alternate side to that is the seller can accept the offer before it ends. Is that also right? Which is what, which is what happened here. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, three, three different NFTs sold, uh, five hours before the deadline. Um, and the only reason it kind of triggered me is because I was messaging a guy on Twitter and he, he, you know, he was like, yeah, I just threw the offer in there just to see like, it's, it's my highest bid, but I can always go back later tonight and cancel it. Um, I just want to see if it gains traction. If it does cool, if it doesn't, I'll, I'll, I'll take it, whatever. But I just want to decide later. Um, and then I saw that they sold and I, I messaged the guy and I was like, uh, did you actually, um, you know, did you know that this sold? And he, and he went to go check and he's like, well, I guess I don't have the option to decide anymore. So he was kind of like left in the dark because he assumed he could go until 10 PM and, um, you know, make his decision on his own. But the the three offers were pushed through and the souls, the sales were, uh, I guess completed at that point, which the only reason to do that, uh, I assume is because you don't think you're going to get any more offers or bids before the time expires and you just want to cash in. It's almost like just in case this guy cancels, I want to make sure I grab this money is what is what right. it feels so, like. <laughs> and I brought that up because the ones that he accepted, they only had one bid on them or one offer, whatever we want to call it. So the option for them to cancel and then it goes, you know, it doesn't sell is still there. So, and then the other ones that did have multiple offers, you know, they left those ones open and let the auction run out. So it just, it came off as a little shady to me that, you know, the ones that had one offer were pushed through five hours beforehand. And I just, when, you know, when you're, when your name is Deschambeau and people know what you make, and then you're just kind of quick triggering people who are, had the understanding that they might be able to wait until 10 PM. If these became a flop, if, you know, the guy puts in an offer and he, he's realizing, you know, there's zero traction here. I got to bail because it's not worth this. He has that option to do that, but he didn't really have that option. So you, you said how, how many of these actually sold 10, 10, 10 of them. Okay. Three, and, well, oh. I, and I mean, I think, uh, there are some now with like reasonable offers that probably will get sold, uh, at some point today or tomorrow or whenever I actually, another guy I spoke to, he put it in his offer. Um, and it's just sitting there. He doesn't know if he's going to win it or not. It's above the reserve and he's just kind of waiting. So so now we're, are we outside of the auction period where now like you can just put an offer in and if Bryson's team or whoever's in charge comes through and says that offer is acceptable, uh, we'll take it. Like that's where we're at now. Right. Yeah. So that's, you. It, they're just kind of open for offer right now. So this, I just clicked one, the best offer is $34 and like, $34. I'm not, I, yeah. 0.02 Ethereum when they were sell, like the number 14 <laughs> of 18. It just, Oh, I see it. Yeah. So this is, it's a, it's a weird um 0.06 there's like a bunch of pretty low offers but some of them are reasonable some of them are higher than what they sold for yesterday so um here's one here's one so this so the current offer the way that i read this is 0.1 ethereum which is about 170 
USD for this Bryson American champion, him holding the US Open trophy, 12 of 18. So this offer will be there for six days until either the high bidder cancels it or Bryson's team accepts it. Yeah, and um, that was this, the same case during the auction, but I guess the bidders at the time realized that you know the auction is not going to end until 10 p.m. So these people who are putting offers in now know that those offers might get pushed through right away. So I think they're a little more, and that's probably why you don't see a lot of them going for um, over you know one Ethereum. So um, yeah, it's it's an interesting so, world, and I, I I don't know if uh, Bryson or anyone who set this up for him would consider what he has done a success, but um, it's definitely. I want to talk uh, about that. Talking point. But also, so of the 10 he sold, the other issue with including the stuff that is like the meet and greet, the six dozen Bridgestone balls, the custom clubs from Cobra, like all that stuff is if you wanted to resell that, uh, you you can't resell that stuff, right? You can only resell the art. So, right. so it, once once those, you know, it's it's uh, and it's called utility, I guess, is the, this the term. Um you know, NFTs here, they have utility. Some of them, you can use them in fantasy games like Top Shot. I think they're coming out with a fantasy game where you can use it to potentially win more moments or whatever. So there's like, you can do stuff with the NFT and that one, the other one is meet and greet. But once that utility is used up, you're just back to a one-on-one piece of digital art. So that's where I like, I, I value, if he was going to do this, I would have valued the art a lot more than the actual, you know, scarcity of it because I mm -hmm. want something cool. And like, if you're into digital art, the, the Mahomes ones, I would recommend you look them up because they're actually like really, really well done by someone who's very professional at digital art, um, where these are clearly not. So of the 10 he sold, what do we what do we think that they all brought in? We know the big one brought in. That's like the best 40 part grand. about this all. You can go through it all. You can add them up. So I've right now I've got I think I had uh, 38 Ethereum. So like uh, sixty two thousand dollars roughly. Mm. So $62,000 for, for, for Mr. Bryson DeChambeau or whatever kind of cut that he gets you off can, of like, this. It's good money, whatever. If he's giving, if, if that was going to charity, I wouldn't be even, I don't think I'd be talking about this. I'd be like, kudos to you. You raised 68 grand for charity or 60 grand for charity. The, I, and I think you, you, you mentioned earlier, like, I don't think anyone on Bryson's team would say this was a success, right? Like we can agree on that, right? Yeah. I, well, I, okay. Whatever his intentions are, he probably saw the other guys making millions and then he did this. And so does that, that six figures. does that now, do you think that this at least is, you know, moving forward other, I don't know if it's other athletes or other golfers might be like, ah, oh, man, like if they're not all Gronk, they're not all Mahomes. Like I might end up looking silly or only getting 60 grand out of this might not be. I think, it. yeah, I think. You know, if if you are thinking about going this route with you know digital trading cards, I think that's what we should call them. Um, I think you got to think twice before you you jump in because yeah, it can it can go south pretty quickly. Um, but it, like, if JT came out and did this, or if McElroy came out and did this, and they were like transparent about what it was for, who created them? I don't know who created these. Like, I don't know if I'm like tell me something about them. Like that's. And people in the digital art space, like they connect with the artist or they learn about the artist. Like these guys have been grinding in the digital world for years and years and they had no way of making money other than trying yeah. to get, you know, commercials or, you know, graphic design jobs. Um, and now they can turn their art, like their Instagram, pretty much what they were posting on Instagram. Now they can sell it. Um, for yeah. Like if you, thousands of dollars, if you go look at like OpenSea and just start browsing around, like there is some really awesome stuff. Like, I, I don't know Are what I would do OpenSea? with it. 
Like I'm, I'm physically looking at it right now. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, I don't know if you have time to bring it up, but there is a. There's one by Boss Logic on Instagram. He's, I'm 99 sure he does a lot of work for like Marvel Comics. Um, like a lot. Oh, of, he's the guy who did this Forever Mamba. That that's what I wanted you to bring up. Like this. Here it is. This piece of art, I think, is like exceptional. Is. Like yeah. If, I mean, look at the I, detail. That that's look. a professional graph, like digital artist. Um, right. doing work and if like you had obviously there's like the halo there's so much more going on there but that that thing fetches uh like i don't think you can get one for less than 50 grand right now and yeah this is pure this is really like, like just, this is obviously a professional like the ripples of the jersey the the i don't know the smoke or whatever the the uh the ambiance is the way that it, yeah like this is this took a lot of time to do by and a that's really what, professional that's person. why like you know people pay the money because they know how much time and like the guy's actually a very reputable artist. But um, if you know, if Bryson did a collaboration with someone of, of that ilk or someone who's trying to make it, um, I think there's just, that's a platform he could use instead of just, you know, firing up some Getty images. Yeah. I'm trying to see some other stuff that like, he's just got like, you know, all this, all this other stuff. I, I mean, from like, like, yeah, there's, but like these guys were just putting him on Instagram trying to get like, gigs like that and now they can actually make money off of it which does that is, have sound i think that had sound to it do these have sound uh it could have some of them might there's some, it does that one has sound it's i don't yeah, know if you can so hear like, that but it's coming through my ear it's coming through my headphones there yeah i i cannot but i i believe you it just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there trying to make it and then one of the things people were saying is like was that xena or wonder woman i think wonder woman yeah so like he does stuff for like comic books movies that's and, awesome so he's probably done he's probably he's probably very well off he does he might not need this but there are people out there working hard and everyone says like nfts are cash grabs like sure that people want to make money but there are you know people out there who are, who are trying to this is the first time they've had an ability to turn their art into cash because they do more. everything online for sure. And I love it. And I, and I actually, I, I really love this. I'm going to go check out OpenSea. But uh, I, I think there are also, uh, now there are, I've seen people who are taking their digital art and trying to put it up in their home. So now they will sell like, they're almost like digital picture frames. Have you seen this? Where you, Like if I had that I've, Forever Mamba. There's a guy I, who's done the Forever Mamba in a, it's, it, yeah, it's a digital picture frame. It comes in like, a, I don't know how big it, it's not very yeah. big, but I'm sure they'll get bigger. And then he puts it on his desk and it honestly just, it's just sitting, it's playing all the time. And it had on the yeah. back, I think it has something. Someone's turned a top shot into one of those too. Oh, cool. So like people are like you, it's all digital. You want it to be digital, but having the physical thing of it is actually kind of cool too. So and you could also that. sell it. Yeah. And if you have a digital frame, you could say, okay, well today I want, uh, I want to display this one piece of digital art that I have. And tomorrow I want to display this other piece of digital art that I have. I own the, all the NFTs. I, I can sell them if I want, but I can also display them in my home or whatever it is. Like I, 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 mean, like I that. think I that cool. you could, that's probably definitely coming in the near future. You walk in, you don't see someone's TV all the time. You just see their digital frame. <laughs> that's a futuristic world. I just, I, uh, someone sent me a, a Twitter DM um last night just because we were talking about it and he he showed me a piece of art that he was working on that's going to be coming out around the master's time um that i think is really cool and uh you can probably guess what it's about with the masters i don't want to like spill all the beans but like this guy's very passionate about it he's putting in a lot of work it's actually a really cool piece of art you get um you get something digital for it it's going to charity so there's cool. uh there's there are going to be you know stuff like that coming on in the future obviously it's not 
Tiger didn't create it, but there are people out there creating golf um, digital art. Final thing. Um, I have whiffed every single NBA top shot drop since I have tried. I, I think I'm literally like 0 for 13, something like that. Like it's it's an unbelievable Rick run bad in top shot. Uh, is there a market correction going on right now? Are, 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 am I seeing that prices have come down because there's a lot of new uh, packs in the marketplace? What, what's going on over there? I would say the last two days pretty much sucked. Yeah, they, it was everything was tanking. People were selling all their LeBrons, their, like their high-end stuff. Like panic which is selling? Very kind of scary, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have one in specific, but like uh, so there's like, Kobe tribute dunk, which is LeBron doing the the Kobe dunk. I think it was the first game back at the Staples Center after Kobe passed away, and uh, it, I think it sold for like ten grand two yesterday. One of them sold for ten grand, and like it hasn't been below twenty to twenty five for like wow. months at a time. So um, it, there was definitely a dip. Uh, I would say it's rebounding slightly, but um, there was just so much stuff going around at the All Star game that it was just too hard to keep up, and people are just like overwhelmed with almost the same moments of the same guys it was just it was a lot to handle and then yeah it was a a lot of sales not a lot of purchasing over the last few days but it's rebounding well when i finally get a pack i'm gonna be super stoked to join in i actually do have i have um i have i have that i have a pack that i did that pre-order pack which is basically worthless at this point i imagine and then also uh i bought a moment i bought like a Jakob Podol moment just so I could get into these drops. So I had oh, something. Yeah. That, <laughs> it was the cheapest one on the site at the time. I mean, if I were you, I would be I would be selling them all, to be honest. Those, those low-end base stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in for like $18. Like yeah, I'm not, you can turn that 18 into... It depends on who you have. You might be able to turn it into 100 Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe not I'll check bad. it out. <laughs> Eric Patterson, anything else before we kick it? Uh... No, I think I'm good. I think I've said all my pieces I wanted to say on Bryson. I it's uh I hope I hope this isn't the last time someone tries it, to be honest. I think there's really cool stuff that you yeah. can do. Someone mentioned Colin Drew Drewby on Twitter. He brought up like a pro am seat, uh, a spot in a pro am. I think there's like really cool things these golfers can do that are um more experience experiential than just, you know, buying a a digital piece of art. So um I hope I hope this isn't like, you know, one and done because Bryson's might not have uh, hit a home run. Yeah. And I mean, these are, uh, I, th- this is very informative for me, uh, and hopefully for those listening, I mean, this is, this is where we're at. We're, we're in a digital art world and Bryson is big in our space and those two things collided and we had to, we had to deep dive it. So I'm glad, I'm glad you're on top of this enough to come in and tell I us. Hope, yeah, I hope I, uh, I hope I did a decent enough job talking. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have the big deep wallets, uh, to go, to go diving into some of these spots, but, uh, I do sit on, on the sideline and watch, uh, avidly. So I, I know, uh, a decent amount about it for sure. I love it. All right, buddy. That's Eric Patterson. You can find him on Twitter at EPAT golf. You can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been 300 yards to unknown. Catch you next time.